Welcome to Trinity Word Ministry Podcast. Today, if I had to give a title to this podcast, it would be The Smell of Sin. Or you could say that sin stinks. Genesis chapter 2 is talking about Garden of Eden. And he's got man in the Garden of Eden. And he tells him, And the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to dress and keep it. Verse 15. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Pretty clear instructions, in my personal opinion. But, you know, we, we like to talk about, you know, Adam and Eve and how they sinned and how they done this and how they done that. But, guys, guess what? <laughs> we would have done the same thing. Without question, we would have done the exact same thing. We would have sinned. Now, we, we know that when God called them, he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they heard him. And they went and hid. They tried to hide themselves behind fig leaves. And he asked them, who, who told you you was naked? And Adam blamed God and blamed Eve. Well, it's that woman you gave me. We see that when Eve was talking to the, to the serpent in chapter Three, it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Was that what God said? I don't think so. I think God didn't say you can't touch it, you just can't eat of it. So we see that Adam had added a little something to God's Word. Careful when you add stuff to God's Word. It can come back and literally bite you. But we see that Eve was told not to eat nor touch. So who, who actually was the person who sinned? It appears that Eve broke man's laws. Adam took of that fruit, he broke God's law. And guys, just go ahead and let you know, that fruit was not an apple. That may be a, a separate podcast down the road, but that was not an apple. That was a fruit of unknown origin. Now you say, well, how do you, or why do you name this podcast Sin stinks, or the smell of sin. Remember, God told Adam that when you eat of the fruit, you're going to die. But he didn't die. He didn't die immediately. He began to die. We was created to reproduce. Our skin, our cells, everything rebuilds constantly. We weren't supposed to die. But because sin entered the picture, 
not only do we have the physical death, but we have the spiritual death as well. Jump with me into the New Testament, into the Gospel of John. In chapter 11, we see down at verse 39. Now this is Mary and Martha and Lazarus. Lazarus has died. Jesus is at the tomb of Lazarus. Mary and Martha has spoke to him, spoke to Jesus. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, Lazarus, saith unto him, Lord, by, the time, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou heardest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him, and let him go. Lazarus had been dead for four days. Martha was afraid that his body had already started to decompose. Rot, if you will. And that he would smell. He's wrapped in the dead clothes. He's got the herbs and the anointing and all that other stuff. They didn't, they don't embalm, or they didn't embalm like the Jewish, or like the Egyptians did and like we do today, but they would wrap the body in linen with herbs and spices to, one, to keep the smell down, but it was to aid them in their afterlife, if you will. It was to anoint their body, to purify their body. But here we are at this tomb. We're in a graveyard. Graveyards are full of dead people. Sin kills. The moment that Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, death entered into the picture. Years, years later, hundreds of years, thousands of years later, we see Jesus on the scene. And we see him at a friend's house, or a friend's tomb, named Lazarus. Lazarus has died. His body had, been, had started to decompose. It had started to smell. Sin smells. But I want to point out something here. He was dead for four days. His body had begun to decompose. But it wasn't too great for Christ. Sure, Lazarus was dead and in the grave, but he wasn't so dead that even Jesus couldn't touch him. He didn't smell bad enough that Jesus wouldn't touch him. So you may be in your sin. You may be addicted to something. You may have a problem. You may whatever. You've not went too far and you don't smell too bad that Christ will turn his nose and walk away. It's entirely up to you. He called out, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus came forth, still wrapped in his death clothes. 
He came as he was because he was bidden by the Master. He was called by Jesus, and he came just as he is. Scriptures tells us that we can't go to the Lord unless the Spirit draws us first. So you may be thinking that you can get saved whenever you want to be saved. It doesn't work that way. You have to be drawn. You have to be bidden to come. If you're listening to this podcast, Christ is drawing you. He's saying, come. You don't smell so bad. Come as you are. Come wrapped in your sin. Come wrapped in your death clothes. Come wrapped in your addiction. Come wrapped in your problems. Come wrapped in your self. I will give you life. I am the life, the resurrection. I will give you life. So no matter where you're at in your walk, no matter what you are doing right now, this moment, you're listening to this podcast. You did not listen to this podcast by coincidence. It wasn't by happenstance. There was a reason that you turned on this podcast. Maybe the, maybe the title caught your attention, The Smell of Sin, or The Sin Stinks, or what, however you want to say it. Maybe that caught your attention. Maybe you're a regular follower of this podcast. I, thank you for that. I certainly appreciate it. But you did not come here by yourself. Just as I did not put this podcast out by myself, you're not here by yourself. God has called you in your sin. God has called you in your weakness. God has called you in this moment. And he's saying, come. Come. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just pause here for a second and say, you know, I've always been curious about Lazarus. What did he think? I mean, he had been in heaven for four days. Scriptures tells us to be absent in this body is to be present with the Lord. So Lazarus has been present for four days. But he hears the master's voice and he comes. He hears the spirit draw him. He comes. You may be right where you think you're supposed to be. You may, be a, you, may, you may have a big house. You may make six, seven, eight, ten figures. Who knows what your salary is. You may be exactly where you think you should be. But you're not. Why do I know this? If you are not with God, you are not where you're supposed to be. You can still have the big house and the fancy clothes and the fancy cars and the multiple figure salary and be with God. There's nothing wrong with that. God doesn't tell us in our word, in his word, that, that we have to be poor. He doesn't say that. He does say to get our eyes off of the material and put it on the spiritual. Get our eyes off of this world and put it on the world to come. Lay up your treasures where moth nor rust doth corrupt. That is heaven. What are you doing? What are you putting forth? You may be preparing uh, a nest egg. You may be you know, building your inheritance for your children. But where are you going to spend eternity? Right now, this moment, God is calling you. 
just as you are in your stench. He's calling you. Because you see, you don't smell too bad. Or you don't smell bad enough that God would say, Ah, no, I don't want him. Oh, no, I don't want her. He says, come forth. And here's an interesting, and there's a podcast in the in the past about this, and I don't, I don't remember. It's been about a year ago, I think now. But here's an interesting little side note. He looked at the people around him and said, loose him. You see, if, you're, if you've got Christian friends, they're there for a reason. And that reason is to help you on this journey. Your beer-drinking buddies can help you on this journey. Your drug-taking friends, they can't help you on this journey. But what can help you on this journey is your Christian friends, your true Christian friends. Maybe you don't have any Christian friends. That's one of the reasons why you must go to church, of a, a Bible-believing church, is so you can have those Christian friends to help you get rid of the death clothes, to help you get rid of the stench. So God's going to clean you up. But we all have a part to play. I'm here to pray with you and for you. I'm here to tell you what thus saith the Lord. And that's what I try to do. I haven't put out a podcast in over a month. But these podcasts are what thus saith the Lord. And it's there to help you and to guide you and to lead you down the right path. Not towards me because I am nothing. It is to lead you to Christ. Because you see, he didn't think that I stank bad enough that he wouldn't do something with me over 30 years ago. So no matter where you're at, no matter what you've done, no matter what you're doing, stop. Look up for your redemption. Draw nigh. Today is the day. Now is the time. There's no magic words. There's no magic potion. You see in the scriptures that we just read from the book of John, there was no elixir of life other than Jesus Christ. That's all you need. That's all I need is Jesus. So I'm here to tell you, no matter what you're doing, you may be in prison physically. You may be in prison mentally. You may be in prison because your body doesn't work right. You may be in a physical prison locked behind bars. You may not have been caught yet. You may be a drug addict. You may be an alcoholic. You may be a pedophile. You may be whatever. But you've not went so far that God's not standing there going, come forth. He's drawing you right now. Oh, but you don't want to lose and leave the high life. Oh, you've got such a wonderful life. Really? Seriously? You think what you've got is life? What you've got is an existence. What you have is just day-to-day survival. Christ said you can have life and have it more abundantly 
but only through him. Because that's what he came to do. He came to give us that life, and he came to give it to us more abundantly. Oh, but you'd have to give up your drinking buddies. Well, you pick up some Christian friends that's going to be there to help you, to, to help you bear the burdens. Oh, but wait, your, Christ, your drinking buddies will help you bear the burden. Will they? Will they? When you're broke and destitute and can't buy the next round, where are your friends? When you're de broke and destitute and you can't buy the next hit, where's your friends? When you're broke and destitute and you can't provide or you can't buy the next person, where are your friends? You have acquaintances. You don't have friends. In Jesus, you have a friend that will stick closer than a brother. He'll, he is always there. He said he would never leave us nor forsake us. Where are you? Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Jesus said, and he that will open. See, you've got to open that door. It's up to you. It's not up to him. He won't barge in on you. He knocks as a gentleman would knock. But if you open up, he will come in. It doesn't matter how dirty your house is. It doesn't even matter what your house looks like. Jesus comes in as it is, and then he helps you by cleaning your house. He points out these things. Oh, well, see, there's the problem. He's going to point out all of your problems. He's going to point out all of your failures. No, he's going to reveal them to you, yes. You can hold on to them if you want to, but you're holding on to them now. How's that working out for you? It's up to you. This is a simple message. Sin stinks. God's calling you out. He wants to cleanse you from top to bottom, inside and out. And he starts on the inside and works his way out. See, if the inside gets clear and clean, the outside gets clean. It's up to you. Open the door. Let him come in. Sure, may not be pleasant, at times, but I can assure you those unpleasant days are a lot less than those pleasant days. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your many blessings, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that if anyone is listening to this podcast, Lord, if anyone is listening to Trinity Word Ministry now or in the future, that you will draw them closer to you, Lord, that you will draw them to you, and if they are already a part of you, that you will draw them closer. And, Lord, we ask that you'll touch and that you'll move. And, Lord, those that are, that are not a part of the family, that, Lord, all they have to do is say, Lord, forgive me, and you will forgive them. So open up that door for them, Lord. Show them that way. And show them the way, the truth, and the life, as you have shown countless before, including me. Lord, we ask this in Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. Guys, 
it's always a pleasure talking to you. Apologize it's been over a month. Just had to buy me a new uh, recorder to put this out on. My other one was messing up on me, so that's not a reason. That's an excuse. But let me know. Hit me up on, on trinitywordministry.com. There's a form on that website. You can put in a prayer request. You can put in a, a question. Love to hear from you, no matter where you're at. Y'all take care until we talk again. Take care of each other.